0: Down to business on News Talk. Sponsored by Bank of Ireland. Here to support your business as it keeps building for years to come with dedicated business teams. Now, among the many strange things Elon Musk has done lately, one that caught my eye was his recent ultimatum, forcing all Tesla employees to return to the office. He says that those who work remotely are only pretending to work and phoning it in. Writing recently in Forbes, Dr. Gleb Sapersky, who's the author of Leading Hybrid and Remote Teams, took grave exception to Musk's edict and joins me now to tell me why
1: Musk has got it all wrong. Good morning, Gleb. Hi, Bobby. Thank you so much for inviting me to speak about this.
0: Now, firstly, can I ask you, are you a fan of Elon Musk before all this? Or what do you make of the guy?
1: Sure, I'm a fan of his brilliant technology. I think he as a technologist, he's brilliant, and I really appreciate the inventiveness, and the creativeness, I think he had some uh, weird ideas where he, you know, some outrageous statements on Twitter, which I kind of separate from his business persona. But in this case, I think he made a pretty silly statement that's directly relevant to business. So that's how I would describe my attitude to him.
0: Okay, well, let's let's just look at the circumstance here. He's, you know, this is a, uh, you know, a, a a dictate to his workforce, get in here or else. It seems to be not up for negotiation. And it probably, if we look at a couple of things, would you agree that depending on the type of work you do, you know, there's a relevance of whether you should work from home? Like obviously a a bricklayer can't work from home, but somebody Mm -hmm. in accounts can. You accept that, I take it, do you?
1: Of course. And we know that Tesla is very much a software dependent company. There's That's a major reason why Teslas have been so popular. And Tesla has a great deal of software. So it's a high-tech software-based manufacturing company and has a great deal of programmers and other sorts of folks, research and development folks who can work from home. And I work, I, I consult for a number of these companies like Applied Materials and other high-tech manufacturers who have a system 3M also has a system, other high-tech manufacturers have an approach where people who have to be in the office, the people on the front lines in the factory, they come to work and others who don't have to be on the front lines because they're not actually physically manufacturing things, they're doing programming, research and development, accounting, HR, they work from wherever they work best, whether that's at home, whether that's in the office or the hybrid in between. Okay.
0: Would you agree that it's very much an employee's market?
1: It is very much an employee's market, Bobby. And when you look at the specific way Elon Musk made his dictate and the statements he made around it, it's very off putting to employees. For example, he said that rem- people who work remotely are only, and I'm quoting here, he said that they are pretending to work. Again, he said that they are pretending to work. Now, what does that show? That shows a fundamental distrust in your employees it shows that elon musk doesn't trust his employees of course if you and you can't really if you don't trust them how can you trust them to work in the office right they're gonna (laughs) if you don't trust them that is the fun i think that's the root problem here well it's also it's also probably
0: disrespectful to say that of course about your employees
1: and i can tell you that if, if if
0: know if you worked there but you know this is what i'm saying he is a bit of an odd bod who does odd things on twitter and all that and i'm i'm just wondering how much of that is is this you know this persona that he has and this mystique that he has around himself
1: and that's the kind of stuff that if you it's keep that on twitter you know keep that away from your business Here, when you're bringing that into your business, that is the big problem. When you're saying that your employees are only pretending to work, what are your employees hearing? They're hearing that that's the culture, that that's a culture of mistrust. And that is not something that's very motivating. That's not something that's very good for retention and recruitment. And you're right, Bobby, it's an employee's market. And the people who can work remotely, so software engineers at Tesla, HR people at Tesla, accounting people at Tesla, all of these four sorts of folks, believe me, they can find a job elsewhere. And we see recruiters from companies that are more flexible, like Amazon, like Microsoft, like other companies that I talked about in my Fortune article that are actually starting to recruit (laughs) people from Tesla telling them that, hey, your boss clearly doesn't trust you. uh, And if you want a more trust-based environment, more flexible environment, you're welcome to come work here. And that's the kind of consulting that I provide for companies that want to provide a trust-based, flexible environment.
0: Yeah. He also, as I saw in the paper last weekend, said that he was going to, or that the employee workforce needed to be reduced by 10 percent. So is -hmm. this his way of doing that, do you think?
1: Well, if that's a way of doing that, that's a terrible way of reducing your workforce. So think about who's going to be left. There's a concept, my background is in cognitive science, and there's a concept in cognitive science called evaporative cooling, where the people who leave are not necessarily the people who you want to leave. So think about who is going to leave. The people who are going to leave are going to be the people who are least conformist. The people who are going to stay are going to be the people who are most conformist and the people who are least able to find a job outside of Tesla. And when you are trying to reduce your workforce, the people you should be firing are the people that you should be laying off or right-sizing, as the corporate overlords would have us would tell us. The people you should be right-sizing, people you should be laying off, are the people who are least productive, are the people yeah. who are least innovative, are the people who are least able to find a job elsewhere.
0: Is there going to be a, a, a big exodus out the door? Is he going to lose a whole lot of employees? Are people going to go elsewhere? Or does he pay better than other companies in in terms of, you know, will there be some people who will just see this as just another one of his oddities, let's call it?
1: Oh, definitely. I think there will be uh, an exit. And uh, I know from the recruiters with whom I have contacts that Tesla employees are definitely interested in, the leaving Tesla, the ones who work remotely. And we are going to see very talented staff who are more innovative and creative leaving Tesla and people who are more conformist, people who are just doing things and happy to conform to authority, staying at Tesla. But these are not the people you want to actually innovate. Tesla is a company that depends on innovation. So if you're an old school company, let's say you're a nuclear plant, you don't really want that much innovation, right? Or let's say you're kind of an oil and fossil company, whatever, all of that sort of stuff. You don't need that much innovation. But if you are a company like an electric car batteries manufacturer, you're reliant on innovation. So Tesla's future doesn't look very bright if the best people are going to leave and they're definitely leaving.
0: Okay. Finally, Gleb, can I just ask you, what evidence do you have you know, from your research and from your studies, that, you know, employees working from home are more productive than those that go to the office? What, what's, right. the hard, what's the hard evidence around that?
1: Oh, yeah, there's plenty of studies showing very clearly that an average productivity is higher for people who work remotely. At the start of the pandemic, there was, for example, research at Stanford by Nick Bloom and others showed that productivity was about 5% higher in the earliest days of the pandemic for employees working from home, mainly because people didn't have to do the unpaid labor of the commute. So they saved you know, 45 minutes going there, 45 minutes going back uh, home, maybe, some, maybe five, six hours a week, people didn't have to spend, and they worked maybe a third of that time, so maybe two, three hours additionally per week, people worked for their employer. And that was just at the start of the pandemic when we didn't know how to do uh, remote work effectively. More recent research, but on the same studies, and other studies as well, have found that we are actually improving our productivity by working from home. And that's what my book, Leading Hybrid and Remote Teams, talks about. How do you work effectively in hybrid and remote environments? Because if we just try to shoehorn traditional Mm office-centric methods of collaboration into remote environments, that doesn't work very well. So yes, we have improved to about 9% higher productivity for people who work remotely compared to people who work from home.
0: I think it's a great book. It's a great position that you hold. And you've been quite forthright in your views around Musk, uh, around Tesla, and around the fact that if you really don't allow people uh, or you don't trust your employees, it'll come back to bite you. That's what you're predicting, I think, Cleb. Uh, That uh, is
1: exactly what I'm predicting.
0: (laughs) Okay. Cleb Sipursky, author of Leading Hybrid and Remote Teams, a manual on benchmarking to best practice for a competitive advantage. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning.
1: Really appreciate it, Bobby. Don't do business on News Talk,
0: Sponsored by Bank of Ireland. Here to support your business as it keeps building for years to come with dedicated business teams.